how is it going versus community? Uh, Robbie here taking over Stack's channel for a little bit as he is busy with school and life. Um, so to do him a you know, Thanksgiving Christmas solid, uh, I'm going to pick up some of his slack for a little bit. And trust me, it's going to only be for a little bit. Um, and he will be back uh, to help him out with some of the content on his channel. So um, without further ado, I am joined by uh, Burt Richardson, the Black Hurricane, the man, the myth, the legend. You know him, you love him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mr. Robert Smallwood, uh, the champ, the goat, uh, the great, uh, the we are not worthy uh, people here with joining us today as well. Say hi, guys. What's up, y'all? It's Need for Speed out here on my way to work. <laughs> uh, we're going to get you the info you need, man, so you can play this game the right way. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done a This Week in Versus, and we got a lot to talk about, so I'm going to jump right into it, I'm going to keep us to it, um, because there's quite a bit to go over. So, obviously, the big news, what just finished, Quarantine Cup 2, uh, and we got, I think, the perfect person to discuss that, the, the, the champ himself, um, to kind of give his thoughts. I know there was a small interview, I caught the last tail end of it uh, when you guys played that third game. But what was your overall thoughts um, on the tournament, Smallwood? It was great. The pandemic prodigies here. Uh, we ha we had a good time. It was like props to just keeping the game alive for the community for three solid months because we don't have any other presence besides this, besides BPLPs and this uh, QC Cup. So it was a lot of fun switching up formats, figure out what to play every week. Had a nice tight top eight. It was it was actually a lot of fun. I'm glad I ended up entering. And I think the whole drought on the November release super helped that a lot because you know spoilers for like lack of spoilers for a whole month pretty much. So, but we also have the TO, uh, uh, Mr. Burt. What did you think overall? What were your thoughts on everything? Anything you'd do different next time? Uh, I actually really enjoyed commentating. I really like looking at the matches. Uh, as TO, there were some some rules questions that were kind of finicky and we didn't have a, a, a solid answer to, so that's definitely something to work on for next time, but commentating was actually super fun. Uh, I'm actually glad I sat out on Quarantine Cup 2 to, to commentate. I know Stats was really, really appreciative of that. I would definitely do it again, too. It was really cool. Nice. Um, I know what mine and Bert's favorite format was. What about yours, Smallwood? What what came through all those that... Uh, and, and any hints on what you're going to pick for QC3? Oof. I don't think it's any format we played okay. uh, for the one I'll pick. I haven't really put too much thought into it, but I genuinely really enjoy Life is Too Short because I feel like you can kind of play most MCs, almost everything can hang. It doesn't feel like one guy just obliterates the whole format. I, just, I thoroughly enjoy playing Doctor Strange, and he can be played there. There's some cool decks like Red Skull, and you obviously have your Cape Prides, but it's just like it feels pseudo-open, like it's you can play what you want. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. That's why I picked it, and to play Cap, obviously. Bert knows the backstory on that. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, th I liked... Uh, I really love the doubles format. I really hope... Uh, everyone's listening, fun. Upper Deck. I hope they actually maybe make a couple tweaks, a um, little bit to, to rein in some of the combo stuff, but I think it was a great format. I hope they take a stab at that as a format. Um, but I, I can't wait to see what QC Cup 3 comes in um, and what crazy formats you uh, 
uh, and uh, Caleb come up with because uh, especially the photo uh, illustrator crossover I think those have been super flavorful so I can't wait to see the next one but um, moving on into the other big news this week we finally started getting our crossover spoilers um, Bert what would you think you you've, you you had some thoughts so I want to give you that time to put those thoughts out there well, well, we can about we can t- yeah about the spoilers because what we, we can go into cards them. but yeah, let's, let's go, go through them. them. So, the so the collector, um, yeah, red team, its own unique team. I'll, I'll get into that. That's where I have a gripe, but mm-hmm. you know, six health, zero five, um, main pay a red, move, remove a KO pile from the game. Um, you know, is level up when an equipment plot twist or supporting character is removed, gains an XP, one for each type. So he has to remove each of those types to level up at least once. Um, yes. So we'll we'll stop at that. What do y'all think about his level one? I'll I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, zero five six. Man, uh, I if I if I can't have it, no one can. I mean, it's a good ability, especially against like graveyard combo decks. But like the secret bad part about that is you're going to have to do that yourself. Your opponent's not going to help you if they don't have to. Um, so you're going to need four reds. You're going to need some way to like get rid of your opponent's stuff. Uh, luckily, that's on color with the, the two-drop cube, and his level two is on color with the three-drop cube. So there's ways to remove stuff, but... I don't know, the more I read him, the more I feel like like his level two isn't really even worth it. Like, yeah, he, he needs yeah. a long way to win the game, you know? It, it's it's uh, I call it the Nimrod. You know, he sits there. He does yeah. nothing for you for, yeah. you know, three plus, four plus turns if you're lucky. Um, you know, yeah. I think cycling like... Cipher and like Super Giant could help, but I mean you're talking, you know, perfect draws. Anything that are rely on that tend to be very weak. But what about you, Smallwood? Right. Anything on Collector Level One? I read him and I was, so I actually liked him at first, and then the more we talked about it, I was like, you know what? If they don't, we don't really hinges on if they get a wild or not. This guy will be basically borderline unplayable if they don't get a wild. They um, need a wild mode. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Maestro can yeah. fundamentally function. We'll get to him later. But, like, this guy can't play the game with only four of each location. Yeah. Like, his and his level up's already, he's, like you said, we're going to call it the Nimrod, right? Yep. Where you put, like, 30 cards in to be able to level, and basically you won't be able to fight for board because those cards don't do that very well. Trying to assemble the magical Christmas land of equipment, loke, dude. Equipment, uh character plot twist, plot yep, twist yep. and then to level and then you finally start playing the game but with a passive character you can't fight for board so something as simple as like solo match you're in any three four you're just completely behind on the board mm-hmm. yeah and so, for the rest yeah. of the game so it's it's really hard to play those style of decks and we'll see what kind well, of support yeah he gets. well with that style you hope then for an insane payoff so his level two is a zero ten he still ain't doing anything physically six health still uh reaction yellow uh, when they play an equipment plot twist or supporting character, if he doesn't already have that type in his collection, remove it from the game and add it to his collection. Um, and then, basically, his, his he, I have many things. He can play the stuff he collects. At least is one of each type, ignoring team restrictions. So he kind of works as a super counter, and then you get to use it whenever you can. Um, so yep. do, you, do you guys think the payoff is worth it? If you don't die... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't die, it's worth it. It it's important to note in that article, uh, it stops recruit triggers. So yeah. like you can 
can see a you can see a uh, an Omega or a DP come down, pay the yellow and take it for yourself, and they won't get the trigger. But like, how are you winning up until that? How are you staying alive up until that point? That's the puzzle I think everyone needs to solve. Yeah, yeah, and to get to the level too. So I mean, super strong payoff. I mean, it, it's a counter. Anybody who's played, you know, Magic or any of those other games, it's it, he's a he's a counter on a main character that yeah. you pretty much always have for everything in the game. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. Combat Master to an effect, Mutant Control Act to an effect. So really strong. Uh, he doesn't mm-hmm. exactly rumble himself, but you know, you're getting to that late game. Uh, right. But the problem I think he has is no tuck and pass stuff. That's what these late game control decks generally are able to do is hide off the wounds, and he can do none of that. So I but, want you to pay mind to the my bad on cutting you off. No, there. no. The, the reality gem is owned by the collector, so he has he does technically have a tuck card, right? And True. it's on color with him. But like with that comes the problem of okay, well it's one of a kind. So you would need yellow Wakanda to get it, right? Mm-hmm. It could help keep you alive, though. That is so. true, and it is free, and it's yeah, infinity, so you'll always have an option yeah. to get it. So, yeah. true. I, I think y'all are right, though, overall. If they don't get a wild, it's it's borderline unplayable. So, especially yeah. two yeah. colors, just, yeah, crazy. So, on to the other main yeah. character, because if I remember correctly, they said it was basically three main characters, right? And like three f- main four or five support. Yeah. So yep. we are we're already getting two of the three. So the other yep. one being the Maestro. Uh, starts off level one on the red team, uh, which is the yep. good team. I know I neglected to mention that earlier. Um, build, pay yellow, search your deck for a red supporting character on that team, reveal it, put it in your hand. Uh, three, four, six health. Uh, when you recruit your first character each turn, basically if you spent all your recruit points uh, from this turn on it, he gains XP. So if you play on curve, he gains XP. So you're talking level four, or not level four, turn four, at the earliest that you're going to get this off. So, Bert, Smallwood, what do y'all think? Uh, gotta let Bert take this way. He likes you this guy. You can cheat that. I like him. Yeah, I like this guy a lot, actually. You can cheat that if you go one, two, four, and I'll let everyone figure out how that goes. Uh, you are turn three, eight, eight. If you build your deck correctly, you should never miss. Uh, he does have to use all of his points to get the XP, and at level two, he's pretty cool. So, yeah, so I'm yeah. I'm a big fan of Evil Hulk. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And he's got two the tutoring. I mean, you can't underestimate the tutoring. Yeah. Obviously, the tutoring's only as good. As the supporting characters, you can go get, which we'll get into. Which we're few. Get. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Smallwood, what do you think on level yeah, one? Yeah, he's micro? he's fundamentally sound. He's got he's a three four with six health, and he levels to a big hefty dude who goes against the isosphere. We'll get into, but uh, his tutorable targets are, to say the least, leave much to be desired. I, you might play one of each just to make sure you don't miss your curve, but that two drop. I mean, like, I didn't know they were putting toilet paper inside of boxes now, and <laughs> it's like, this card is so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I see a tutor, you're like, this is broken, but when you when you get literal crap, I mean, it ain't, you know, but we'll, we'll get yeah. into that, we'll get that. So, the 3-drop 6-1 has some game, the 4-drop is uh, basically a combat master, he's not bad. She, yeah, sorry. It's a weird uh, combat. They're okay. Right, they're just right. like tutorable dudes. You just have to flip because the real payoff is turning into level two hefty boy going getting the isosphere and being the biggest guy. Yeah. Well, I will notate, obviously, the more red team stuff that came out, you know, the stronger this card gets, 
Agreed. But we'll get into what we think will be when we kind of sum up the, the, the spoilers here. You so. also can play Mercury to kind of smooth out that XP. True, true. You, know, you can play yeah. some stuff. So, yeah. level 2, the payoff, 8-8, eight, eight, solid body, uh -huh. 6 health still. Um, build, you pay a red, search your deck for an equipment, reveal it, play it for free on Maestro, ignoring team restrictions. Uh, at the start of your turn, shuffle it to the other's deck. Uh, basically, he the exception to that rule is his second ability. He keeps Isosphere, which we will get. We'll probably talk about Isosphere with this because you kind of can't talk about him completely without looking at Isosphere. So, um, Isosphere, uh, one drop, one of a kind, infinity like the gems. So it's always going to be there. Uh, you got to want it more. Uh, start a battle of wills for the Isosphere at the end of your turn. And then infused with power primordial, the equipped character has plus one, plus one for each resource on your side. So the Groot effect. Um, so okay, so let's let's you know two cards in one. What do y'all think? Uh, all right. So assuming you level turn four, right? The absolute right. latest, which is an eight eight, eight turn four. That's pretty solid. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pay a red, get the isosphere. We're looking at a twelve twelve. Yeah. Uh, and it it doesn't go away at the start of your next turn. Uh, I really like that. I kind of like, I kind of like the Isosphere by itself. Um, and I feel like Maestro should probably be getting something way better than that, like a gem or something. But um, the Isosphere by itself is really interesting. The Battle of Wills, uh, I don't feel like your opponent's ever going to want to pay for that. Uh, so you could actually like have, have a one drop, like later on, under drop that with a character and like have a really impactful board. Uh, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the Isosphere, honestly. Yeah, and, and Maestro is pretty cool. And I forgot to mention Maestro does lose his team affiliation. I, I, I'm yeah. sure that's I'm sure that's story related, flavor wise. I couldn't tell you squat about the Contest of Champions comic arc that this is coming from, but you know, uh, what do you think, Smallwood? Uh, he's he's great. He turns into Hefty Boy. Um, real quick, when he does he level up? In the build of one, or is it the end of the turn or the turn he has his final XP? Uh, it, it would be at the build, so when you first recruit it, so he would level up immediately on your. Okay, your yeah, so it's, yeah. It's, he definitely tempos out really strong immediately, and because mm -hmm. um, I didn't read him too well, but the Isosphere and what's Bird saying, it is going to be a card that sees play outside of him. The Battle of Wills thing is yeah. kind of cool. You can definitely bait your opponent into overbidding and all that. Um, but yep. like in ramp decks, like Dark Phoenix and Gru, a one mana plus X plus X is just actually yeah. incredibly pushed. Well, I'll, I'll touch on the Battle of Wills, so we'll read it just in case, you know, because it's a big old line of text, and you know, so Battle of Wills requires characters to bid how many power symbols they'll pay to take or keep control of the Isosphere. So this is straight from the article. The equipped character starts the bidding. The bid can be zero. Then the next player either chooses a face-up character on the side to bid a higher number or passes. If they pass, they're out of the Battle of Wills. Then the next player goes and so on until all but one player passes. Then that player character pays the winning number of power symbols from their recess, recess ro resource row, no discarding, and Isophere moves to that character uh, if it's not already there. And note, a character can't bid a number they can't pay. So once you choose a character as a bidder, you can't choose a different character to be your bidder in the same Battle of Wills. So... Basically, long story short, works a lot like the dance-off, in a way, um, if anyone's yep. familiar with Star-Lord uh, from the photo set. So um, I, I think it's a, as well. I think it's a strong card. I mean, even on just the turn you play it, I mean, heck, a 4-4? I mean, that's Chimichanga stuff, and you're playing that on three. Uh, I mean, yeah. th so that's real strong, um, yeah. I think, for sure. So I like Maestro. I don't hate it. I think it's a 
it's a big boy that can fight. I think any MC that can fight reliably, you take note, you look at it. You know, I, I think he's one people will go back to often enough. Um, so he will, he will suffer if he doesn't have a wild look. I will say. Yeah, agreed. I he, mean, he's a wild look. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it seems to be. You know, to touch on what we'll talk about in a minute. That seems to be the way they're going. They're giving to these kind of minor teams and then no really wild loc. Um, and yeah. just kind of, you know, I mean, Sentinels and Omegas both have been the two newest teams and have gotten not diddly squat location-wise. So, uh, well, we'll get into the hot garbage of the article, um, the supporting characters. So I've just kind of got to go over all three of them. We can kind of talk about them as a whole. I know you already kind of talked a little bit about it. Uh, but <laughs> Outlaw, uh, two-drop red team, 7-3 range, one health. Great stats for a two-drop. Uh, Non-lethal, if Outlaw would wound an enemy defender, it doesn't get wounded instead. So the exact opposite of lethal. Um, and then at the start of your build, if Outlaw is equipped with a one-of-a-kind equipment, you may KO it if you do characters can't attack until the start of your next turn. All right, I already heard a little bit of small wood on that. Bert, what, what are you thinking? I'm I'm okay with them. That that blanket ability of your opponent can't attack. There is no one of a kind equipment in the game that I'm willing to give to that. <laughs> um, non lethal. I think they could have just stopped the supporting character. I don't know why he has to just sit there and do nothing against mains. But there are some main characters in the game that care about ranged attacks True. or just stunning guys. I think being overstated like that on two is, is decent, especially like Solo the previous turn. I'm okay with him. I just I don't see why he has to be non-lethal towards mains. That's really annoying. So I, I kind of take Smallwood's approach on this one. I think it's trash toilet paper or booty butt cheeks. You know, there's not a <laughs> single one of a kind, like you just said, that is worth okay. devoting to it. You might start thinking combo, something like, you know, Senator Kelly, but that start of build phase, he has to survive and get to the start of your build. Survive with it. Yeah. That's just that's just trash. But Smallwood, what what do you think? Give me the, give me the. All right. Assessment. Well, I'll play devil's advocate. Let's okay. talk about like in, the applications he might actually have. Um, he's cool with Norman, who says when you stun a guy, don't kill him or something. True. Yeah. Uh, he needs. Yeah. He works for that. No, no, no. He needs hammer. Hey, he says ah, hammer character. Uh, so hammer. Even yeah, even All right, Well, we're okay. trying to save him here. What else do we got? <laughs> um, like like Bert said, when a guy makes a range attacks, so like Mr. Black, he is Mr. Black, technically. A yeah. two-drop Daze Leviathan. If you look at him like that, yeah, yeah, he's a two-drop Daze Leviathan. That's that's what he does, and that might be good enough. You know, that's a free passive push if he can connect, and then maybe let your aggro main get through. Um, he's kind of cool in Surfer because you can Zen Law and then play him with an equipment, and then the next turn they would be Zen Law again. True. Uh, you can double that up, like just some cool janky stuff. But like fundamentally, he's just a terrible card. Yeah, fundamentally, we're, 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 you're you're just being nice because that of that. But yeah, he is a bad card. He's bad overall. If you're thinking in competitive terms, non kitchen table, he's 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 just shouldn't shit. be sleeved. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there is there is something to say about my bad. There is something to say about all the characters having that red team. So like Maestro, I don't want people to believe that they have to search that guy, but he does have the team. So in a pinch. Like, that's why we were saying, like, one of each. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A, a tech, yeah, for sure. So the, the next drop, three-drop Night Thrasher, a 6-1 range, one health, bulletproof, you know, can't be struck by characters with range, mobile, 
Uh, you know, you can move him once per turn, not during your combat, move it. And then weapons designer, you pay two less to play equipment on Tonight Thrasher. Um, all right, let's, Smallwood, what do you think? This guy's definitely the best of the three. I like this guy. He's not great. Like, you're probably only playing him in Maestro, but you get to play him on three, and, like, there's the world where he survives and equips a Infinity Gem on four. Uh, anyone you want, pick your poison. I mean, he can, he can ramp those out. And that's pretty cool. Like that's that to me. That's his main application. Is trying to play a gem yeah. the following turn. Yeah, that is that's true. Bert. Uh, I don't even like him for that. Honestly, he's just a six-one with bulletproof to me. I'm kind of I'm kind of out. I'm not holding equipment on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, I think I think Smallwood said it best. Out of the three, this is probably the best one. You're not going to see it anywhere but Maestro. But I think there is fringe applications. Maybe if they ever make. You know, it is a free nullifier, I guess, on a body if you're playing it on curve. You know, weird things like that. But I agree, it's kind of just a... It, it's, it's just yeah, for Maestro. Yeah, it's just it's for probably Maestro, just for but, Maestro. So the four-drop guillotine has the dual affiliation. Is that champion? I can't even yep. tell. Yeah, champion um, and red team. So I guess there is a little bit of crossover here. Because um, I didn't even catch that the first time. But a four-drop, 7-6, solid stats. Um, but one health... Once in each combat, guillotine, you may make the enemy player pass when they could take an action. So it's like combat master for everything. Power-ups essentially, too. Uh, you know, the occasional combat superpower. Um, but what are y'all's thoughts here? Yeah, bro, I, actually like like her, I actually like her better than Night Thrasher. I think this is the best card, best supporting character we saw in the article. Um, there's a lot you can do with, like, her... Or like even just teaming up with like a ch another champion, right? If you're in magical Christmas land and you're playing champions, but a seven six like she attacks, she attacks and passes and makes your opponent pass. That's guaranteed math. Uh, if they attack and they pump and then you block it and then make them pass again, uh, that's good. I like her. I like her a lot. There's a lot of applications there. What about you, Smallwood? <laughs> Yeah, it's like what Bert said. She's it's like she's not only a combat master on the defense. She can actually stonewall with a blue card. They attack. They are enough. You find cover, make them pass. You pass. The attack resolves. Like she's she's pretty cool. Like honestly, the coolest part about it is the champions got a way better four than they had. True. Yeah. So if you're one of the like six people on the earth that likes to play like mono champions, you hate go. yourself. You're a masochist. Uh, like that, you actually have a way better four drop. You're happy. You're happy right now. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. The card's definitely overstated. It way, has yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, a seven six. You can't. I mean, what was it? What was one of our best four drop stick? I mean, that basically comes in as a, you know, six eight with two counters. I mean, this is a really pushed stat wise four drop. So, but one health, no flight, no range. I mean, yeah. so she's balanced. Yeah, she's balanced in that regard. So. Um, and I believe that is it. Uh, so we got a lot of the new cards that they're saying. Um, how excited are y'all for crossover here? Bert, I know you, yeah, I was about to say, Bert, I'm going to let you go mode. on this one. So yeah. yeah, give me the game modes. Uh, we know we're getting a story mode of boss battles and the solo mode is not a part of this. It's something right. separate. Right. So. Um, yeah, just give me the four game modes. I'm interested to see what they do with Grandmaster. Again, he probably needs a Wild Loke, but he's on arguably the best gem attached to a free yeah. uh, main hunter guy, yeah. so uh, I, I'm interested I, yeah. to see what he does. 
Yeah, because I, I was like, Reality Gym, obviously a strong card, but I mean, yeah. Grandmaster discarding three cards or drawing you three cards for free when you know with a yellow, that's really yeah. strong. So, really strong. Um, but I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I kind of like, yeah, I guess it's great. Uh, I, I have a thing about, man, another new team, uh, and we're not getting full support. Um, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts here, Smallwood? Yeah, I don't think these guys are going to get anymore i wouldn't think of it as like they're not getting the sentinel treatment these guys are literally getting built and created for these game modes they're probably gonna they obviously are i mean right i'm a little skeptical to make four game modes in a 55 card box where there's three mcs and four supports already like i don't really know i there it sounds ambitious i'm skeptical yeah, yeah. well you know i, uh, I hope it's yeah. fun because i mean like we'll get to it later but all we have going on right now is tato and the alpha and the omega format which is you know pretty much wrapping up and had no events and then right. we have uh battle box the world's worst way to play versus lately uh <laughs> it's just like i'm definitely excited to get something to do this could be really fun and if there's any way to do it competitively there could be like quarantine cup three applications that's true fun. that is true that is that is a good point i hadn't thought of that so okay yeah well that kind of when we talk about formats kind of brings us into the next i think the biggest spoiler we've had so far is the whole 2021 arcs revealed um starting with you know the january arc uh, light and dark um so and then civil war then symbiotes then crossover so let's start with uh light and dark i mean they hinted at things that go bump in the night seems to be screaming blade vampires you know a man thing maybe those kind of weird ghost rider ghost rider you know the you know so, what are y'all's thoughts on that first arc? Are you excited for it? What do you think's coming? Uh, Hopefully we get Blade. Yeah, yeah. Blade, Dracula, yeah. maybe a Shikla main character. Yeah, give me all that stuff. Give me those give me those creepy crawlies. Dude. Yeah, I, and I think that's one that deserves like its own team. Like that could be pulled off. And I know Blade's yeah. gotten a lot of love cuz he's uh, in like the current he's an Avenger in like the current Avengers run and they just had a big vampire whole arc in that comic so i'm curious where they're going to draw yeah exactly he was that's right so i'm curious where they're going to draw the inspiration for from this arc is it going to be like fantastic battles where they kind of go over to the classic and then kind of bleed into the to new or are they just going to go real current blade stuff Mm -hmm. like it morbius yeah something like that right I, I can't imagine I there's think, not going to be a Morbius. I think for sure. I think a, a, a decent clue is it's not it's not light and darkness. It's darkness and light. Darkness and to and me, light, yeah. the first thing I the first thing I thought of when I saw that was oh, cloak and dagger, cool. True. You know? Yeah, true. Maybe we'll get cloak and dagger main characters, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. Well, I think the one that has a little bit less ambiguity to it is Civil War. Uh, which, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I am stoked i mean that is whoo uh, i am ready for it but i'm gonna let you two start with that smallwood what do you think about the civil war arc um well just to clarify in a group i'm pretty sure this is correct these are confirmed not photo right this middle right, box right okay so i will say the civil war comic story was infinitely better uh the movie's great no one's crapping on that yeah. but like the civil war comic arc is insane i'm actually incredibly excited for us this will also be a big box, essentially, if it's a summer yeah. release. So, it's not a big box, but a 200-card battle box right. and two small ones. So, we're going to get some sweet Civil War content, maybe a Shield Iron Man, 
Like, it, it could be the anti-resistance pro-reg, anti-reg might just get two full new teams. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious which direction they're going to go if it's going to be two full new teams and if they're going to keep supporting that. But what do you think, uh, Bert? Um, I'm actually a big fan of Civil War. Uh, I followed Civil War 2 back when that first dropped. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping they sneak some Civil War 2 stuff in, in that arc. 200-card uh, box would be super cool. That's the May, June, July arc, right? Yeah. Bring arc. That's the blockbuster. So arc. we could have that. Before, yeah, before the uh, before the Gen Con time frame. So I'm 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 actually really hoping for a playable Cap, a playable Iron Man, and there's like Goliath and all kinds of crazy characters they could put in there. Uh, I mean, the sky's the limit. This event was so yeah. big in Marvel. It's everybody. I mean, it's literally yeah. everybody. So I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm hyped. I'm hyped for that one big time, and I I can't imagine that that there's going to be a format like leading into Gen Con like that's got to be Civil War focused there's just no yeah. way uh, yeah. that, that's that's going to be the big format going into Gen Con so definitely keep an eye out on that one um, so Symbiots as the last last quote unquote new arc you know crossover being the exception there um, what do y'all think about Symbiots it's kind of big yeah I'm kind of out only because that arc is during the off time of, of, of the game. Uh, so we're not really going to have a chance to do anything with those new cards. Kind of like how we got uh, Omega level mutants and stuff, but maybe a new Venom, maybe level 3 Venom, maybe a Carnage main. There's some stuff that they could do with that, I think. Yeah, I, I'm not super familiar with all the symbiote lore. I know there's like anti-Venom and all kinds of crazy symbiotes at this point. Yeah. So I'm sure that's what they're going to draw off of. Um, yeah. But I, I am curious if they're going to expand the symbiote keyword into different things, like a Carnage symbiote that does something different than just keep plus one, plus one counters, like if that's going to be the theme. So I think that'll be cool. I don't think they have enough yeah. stuff that kind of do things when they're stunned that they keep over and kind of build. So I, I think there's some flavor there for sure. Um, not to forget our surprise random will show up whenever it is november box release um y'all got any you know ideas what you think it might be i still think it's overwatch i really do i still believe it's overwatch and like that probably wouldn't be photo maybe it could be maybe they take game stills and stuff but i'm a big believer in overwatch would have actually made a lot of sense being that overwatch 2 is coming out and they've had like their little the little partnership with with Blizzard uh, for the for the esports league and stuff, but yeah, give me give me Overwatch, I think. All right, Smallwood, what's your guess? I, I have no educated guess. <laughs> I would love for it to be Spawn or Hellboy or something comic related, but they've been kind of just doing whatever IP they want, so it could be completely off the wall. I mean, we have X Files and Fire. And we haven't they haven't done Firefly, but they said it's not any currently owned IP, so we don't. It's probably not that. Uh, yeah. we, we're, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I'm completely at a loss. I have no idea. Yeah, I have my fanboy theories, but I, I agree. It's probably something like Overwatch that I, I'm a little shocked then that they weren't trying to do it for like a blockbuster release. Um, I know they probably don't have enough material, but a big crossover like that, you think that uh, they'd be making that a big deal. But, you know, who knows? Well, who knows when we'll get it? I'm sure it's, you know, whenever pandemic stuff starts to round down they'll feel comfortable releasing it so and then last but not least 
So the last crossover, 2021, do you think it's going to be similar to this crossover where, you know, new game mode seems to be more catered uh, to small expansion of card pool, but more focused on, I don't know, the fun factor maybe? Or do you think it's going to be more like a traditional crossover where it's supposed to support, quote-unquote, the rest of the teams? <sighs> well... I think this probably can't happen, but I would really love a legacy too. I would too. I, I kind of hope that they build it. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Me like too. Just, yeah. What about you? There's a hole there for sure. Yeah. Like the the legacy was great because it, it filled a multiple card slot holes for teams. When you do these yeah. crossovers, what do you get like one or one card a team? Yeah. <laughs> and this one's such an ambitious new game mode. It's not really a crossover set. Um. So we're not getting like any support. I mean, they obviously don't really want to add too many cards to the old teams. They just kind of like, let's just go with some new ones or whatever. We'll throw some little ones in the cigarette boxes every month. But it would be cool to see some of these, like the like Monsters Unleashed, who's gotten barely any extra support since getting released, and they're super underpowered. And some of these middle teams, like I don't know if we're ever going to get any more company alien or... Card. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a whole legacy block to where maybe they do a little cigarette blocks of aliens or a little cigarette box of, you know, Predator. And yeah, they're not mixed, but it kind of hits, hey, we're just going to spend a few months supporting some of these underdeveloped teams. But who knows? We'll get it at some yeah. point, I'm sure. But um, so now that we focused on 2021 arcs, let's bring it back to the arcs now. So Alpha and the Omegas kind of wrapping up. Um, what what do y'all what do y'all think? Small ones. Start with you here. I think uh, it got a little overshadowed by the quarantine cup not using it, um, mainly because I if I book for our call it wasn't out yet, uh, wasn't announced when he yeah. made the tournament. Right. Obviously, can't switch it after that. And Coda two just it was a better format, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Coda two <laughs> without mimic was what Tato wanted to be, like a reined in version of mutants fighting. Um, honestly, that was just a superior format. Tato has some major issues. It has Kate Senator. It has Mimic deleting your hand in deck. It has some deck. It has Rogue, even with the limitations, is still Rogue. She still will be the best brawler main character in that format. I, I don't like. I don't think many other mains are going to see would see too much play in yeah. a real event for that. Yeah. I'm a little out on that format. Bert, I've been. I've I've actually been out on the Alpha and the Omega since the Mimic. Uh, Errata, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I haven't been too interested in that. Coda Two was actually pretty fun to watch and commentate on. It was interesting seeing the omegas that people picked and how impactful the Sentinels were. Uh, shout out to Ahab because that card's brutal. Really, really. Uh, and yeah, man. Like, I feel like people had a good time with Coda Two, and that wasn't even on the docket. Like, that wasn't even a thing that Upper Deck wanted. They they actually chose. Alpha and Omega. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of the same boat. I think it was kind of a, a miss as far as all a format goes. I think if you're going to get super restrictive, like there really needed to be a breath of new cards there. And I don't really think yeah. there was that many that shook it up. So, um, But that leads us into the fresh format of next year, which is Battle Royale. Um, oh, yeah. Essentially limited. Um, see, you know, so what do you all think? Bert, go ahead. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> I'm super out. There's some man. First of all, out of the ten, out of the ten boxes, like, cause me and me and Smallwood spoiler alert, we've been playing this, cause we weren't really into Tato format, and battles were out. It just has problems, man. Like, some of the boxes are unplayable. Some of them, like, 
there's like one main character in the entire box that you can play. Like there's health issues, there's like top end issues, lack of defensive pumps and stuff. Like, yeah, it was fun at first, but I'm out. I'm out on. I'm out on Battles Royale, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like every deck just like it's it's annoying. It's sealed. It's what it is. You're yeah. playing sealed. Like you're yeah. playing decks with fundamental flaws, and you can't fix them. If you're playing yeah. Utopia, you don't have any good plots. You're just playing ass plots. <laughs> Done. You just you're opting to do that. If you're playing Aliens, you hate yourself. You're playing underpowered everything. You know. Yep. If yeah. you're playing uh like the uh, the Predator box is cool. We didn't have much success with it, believe it or not. So I we'll see what happens there. And then you have the the Elephant in the Room, which is just the Fantastic Force power creep quality. Yeah. They have no blue cards and they can still hang because they have a broken <laughs> main character. Yeah, I was thinking uh, that exact same thing. I mean, you got Defenders A-Force that came out the start of the game, and I mean, right. it has just been power crypt. There's just no way those keep up the same level. Um, yeah. Shock and sure. Super Senses aren't going to bail you out. Uh, it's it, of, like, just superior quality main uh, supporting characters hitting the board. It, it's fun. It's sealed versus most boxes can make a playable deck. We haven't found a box beside, like, I'd say Aliens easily is probably the one you just don't really need to sleeve up, but all the rest can make something. Right. But once you get to that top end of quality, you're going to realize that almost all of them can't hang. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like it from the aspect that, yes, I, I get what they're going for. I'll devil's advocate here. A new player, open up a box, minimal investment. And in theory, you could go to midwinter and perform. I mean, right. you know, in theory. So I don't hate that. I don't know if I'm a fan of that taking up a whole three months and, you know, but. You know, it is what it is. So I, I haven't yet started testing. I got one deck sleeved up, so I'll have to take that into consideration as the format goes on because this is what we're rolling right into. And, I mean, midwinter might fire off. It might not. I, I don't know yet. The state of the world's still kind of weird. Um, mm -hmm. But that could be what we're looking forward to competitive-wise for the next three months. Um, yeah, I mean, so. shout-outs to them for acknowledging that the entry-level barrier to this game is super high, because right. owning all the cards is incredibly expensive. So, like, it'd be cool if they did this at Gen Con, because it's a good advertisement. They could, you know, we have a 5K tournament Saturday. You can just have all these boxes on sale at the table. Anyone could play and hang if they know the rules. You could learn it Friday, and you could actually be able to possibly win on Saturday. The caveat is anyone who's previously bought these cards and played this game, it's not a good format to play for money. Right. But you, you got to take the good with the bad. If we want new players, we got to play formats that don't have $400, $500 set buy-ins. Yep. Yep. I agree. And I think this is, I, I kind of wish like it was just major side events. Like, hey, this is a money side event. That's what we're going to do. It's not the main event, but let's get some new players into it. Um, but I get Agreed. it. I get it. I totally get it. So. Um, yeah, you heard it here, Upper Deck. Robbie gave you the best idea for Gen Con 2021 to not do a multiverse side event like last year, uh, do a battle box side event. Yeah. Absolutely. I think any that of the major... That is actually how you grab people. Any of the major uh, you know, cons that, you know, Origins, things like that, that'd be the perfect idea to give Sealed, let's new players in, or friends that you bring with that could, you know, ah, I don't really want to invest that much and then give it a shot and fall in love with it. So... Um, well, that kind of with with battle royal allows, leads us into you know the end of our uh, this week in versus with build phase league play. Uh, now that quarantine two is wrapping up, uh, Mister Top Four Ben himself 
uh, is taking the reins here with, I believe, assistance from C-Stacks on uh, getting us some, our, our, our competitive drive here. Um, are y'all going to participate? Um, you know, it seems to be a lot less commitment um, because of single elimination. Uh, what do y'all think about that? Yeah, Bert. Uh, I don't think I was gonna. I, I'm so out on Battles Royale, man. <laughs> uh, we've been we honestly we've been playing that for like the past six weeks now. I don't ever want to play league. I don't ever want to play league for money, and I don't ever <laughs> want to play that tournament. Uh, sorry, Ben, but I'm out. Uh, single limb is cool. He's doing that because he wants to not take up as much time prior to when midwinter would fire so shouts out to him for that it's a good way for people to see like what's real and what's not but yeah i'm i'm, I'm not doing it i don't think i'm gonna do it yeah i don't hate the single elimination especially on this virtual kind of format like it, it, it you see, it's like yeah you keep winning you keep going but you lose just like hey it wasn't that big a commitment uh you, you just kind of roll with it what about you small what do you think are you gonna play in it uh, what are your thoughts i uh, will it's got some pros and cons the I just spent twelve weeks almost grueling through Quarantine Cup two every week having Ethereum decks and almost like, yeah. sometimes tests. It was a lot. It was a lot of commitment. This one's definitely a lot less, but the format's a hundred percent worse. Um, just a big shout out, regardless of my opinion on it, to Ben and Stacks for just carrying the game during yep. this pandemic. Because without them too, it would probably just have no digital presence right now. The company's completely ghosted it. <laughs> besides yeah. making sets, so we just have to. What we have is great, and the community is great, and we're having a good time. Uh, I want to give someone else a chance to win. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. He's got to be the luckiest guy in top eight. It's usually how it works. But this format's cool. I don't. I think I'm going to take a break. I wouldn't mind like Bert, like maybe stepping in, maybe casting some of these games if possible. But. I don't want to not support. I just uh, I'm a little burnt out of like the twelve week grind. I might take a break until the next thing. Yeah, the format's I, just not that intense. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page with you on that one. I was like, man, do I really want to? And I'm kind of the same exact feeling as that. Ah, nah, not really. And I'm not super excited for it. The format. I, I hope that doesn't deter anybody. Uh, yeah, it's nothing from, against Ben. Yeah, not oh. at all. I, I think. Uh, if you're wanting some competitive play with some people, you know, have a good time, uh, uh, do it by all means. I think you and I just got done doing that quite a bit. So um, we've had our fill for uh, a few weeks, I think. So, yeah, it's, it's break time. I'm kind of feeling the same thing there. Um, but uh, with that, I mean, that's kind of everything that's been going on. I know it's a quick catch-up uh, overall, um, but... What do y'all, anything y'all want to, you know, touch on before we wrap up here? Uh, just continue being a great community, man. This game's great. People in it are great. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Small one, what about you? Nothing. Everybody's doing a good job trying to preserve this game. A lot of games have fell off the wayside during the pandemic. We're not one of them, thankfully, so hopefully we can keep that going. A lot of games got to cancel, man. A lot of the games that were yep. more ambitious in terms yep. of sales and had presence in game stores. Luckily, that worked in our favor that we weren't in game stores. So, I mean, the, the game's still rolling. We're, we might come out of this thing, guys. We might come out of this thing. I, I think we'll come out thriving. I really do. I think this has been uh, a really good for pretty much everybody. I think one of our big key things was 
you don't have to buy a bunch of packs. You just buy kind of what you're feeling like. So I think that's been helping. Um, but I agree. I think just thanks to everybody, Stacks and Ben, their backs must be killing them from uh, carrying the online portion of the community here. Uh, so thank you so much. Uh, we all appreciate it here. And I'm going to say thanks to Stacks for letting me hijack his channel for a little while because I sure as hell don't want to do this full time. So I am cool with just helping him out here and there uh, and, and kind of mixing up his content here. So um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, I, I'm not going to commit us to every week. You know, it depends on what kind of comes out. Uh, and, if you know, I feel like we have enough to have a, a meaningful conversation. You know, if the spoiler next week is, you know, two cards, uh, I think we'll have plenty because if I think they're going to reveal some formats. Um, but, you know, if there's some down, you know, some drought here, um, you know, I, I don't say we have to do it every single week. But I definitely want it to... Uh, not us go months and months and months again without having a good discussion about a game we love. So, uh, sure. Oh, well, that has been, I have been Robbie, Bert, and uh, Smallwood here. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening in. Um, and, again, thanks, Stacks, for everything. We will catch you all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.